Alfredo Ortiz of Job Creators Network joins me to explain how Biden policies are devastating America's small businesses. I'm Sarah Carter. On the latest Sarah Carter Show, I'll also discuss Vice President Harris lying about the border and what the FBI is really doing in its investigation of President Trump. Follow the Sarah Carter Show wherever you get your podcasts. I've talked a lot about the Caltech KSG shotgun over the years, and it's no secret how much I love it. It's become the go-to shotgun for law enforcement and home defense, and for a really good reason. Uh, but why am I such a huge fan of the Caltech KSG? Well, like everything that Caltech invents, it created an entirely new class of shotgun, and the one that started it all is the KSG shotgun. It's the first 12-gauge pump-action shotgun chambered for three-inch shells. And with its dual tube mags, offers a capacity of 12 plus 1. So that's six rounds in each tube plus one chambered. If you prefer two and three quarter inch shells, even better because the KSG holds seven plus seven plus one. That's 15 shells. You cannot ignore the downward shell ejection either. It makes the KSG truly ambidextrous and ejects shells away from your face. It's brilliant design. See the Keltec KSG up close and personal at KeltecWeapons.com. That's K E L. TECweapons.com. Again, to find out more, visit KeltechWeapons.com. Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. Pete Buttigieg, I got to come back to this. You know, he's Pete Buttigieg, the former mayor of South Bend, the admiral of the canoe fleet at Camp Wimpitonka. New dad. He, I guess, took a break from chest feeding. I don't know. I don't know what I don't know what he does. There's two things. I have two headlines on him. The first is that he's handed out a federal grant to dismantle a highway that was built to perpetuate racial discrimination. I don't even know how that happens. You build a highway for racism? Is it shipped? How does this work? Does it come right from the DNC into everyone's neighborhoods? I just don't know. So this piece... And we've talked a little bit about some of this was a Roosevelt thing. This was his urban, you know, his 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 urban planning and all of this. And and there was actually if you go back in in post-World War, there was an effort from Democrats to kind of divide up communities. And and I say it was an effort from Democrats because the person who was in the White House who originated this plan was a Democrat and all the people that were underneath him Kane were also Democrats. And guess what? Everyone else that was involved in it, it rhymes with Schmemocrat. So just so you know. So now they he's he's trying to he's trying to get everyone to talk about old school Democrat stuff. Biden and and now Pete Buttigieg is, is part of the prong on this. They are desperately trying to run from the economy. So what's the best way to kind of talk about the economy, but not really talk about the economy, but let people know that you kind of care about them? Let's go back to the old school 80s, 70s stuff of talking about worker rights. That's what they're doing. Now, keep in mind, they're not going to touch on anything that actually affects the worker paychecks, just the worker rights, as though workers don't have any rights and that this is the great proletariat and we are all in Leninist Russia. That's the way he approaches this. It's so weird. So they've been, they keep trying to, can I just read this sentence to you? Because I want you to tell me WTF this means. Quote, the move is part of Biden, Biden's, uh, the Biden administration's broader effort to remake America's infrastructure to be more equitable, including addressing racist roads designed to facilitate white flight. 
Now, if this, if there was a course in colleges that was focused on uh, completely dealing with BS, it would, this sentence would be an entire one, the entire semester. Infrastructure to be more equitable. Can we start there? Because this is where we are. This was part of his whole push, and now Buttigieg, he's making the second play on it because they do it in layers. So they were the ones who he announced that there was a federal grant to dismantle an interstate highway in Michigan that had to that was that was just there to facilitate racism. However, that is facilitated. I mean, we don't need any more refineries or anything. You know, we I mean, we do, but no. And. We don't need to do, we don't need any refineries. We don't need, you know, in terms of infrastructure, guys, we don't need to focus on anything that has to do with getting rare earth uh, elements, getting the rare earth minerals, getting those out of the ground and, and, and becoming self-sufficient with this green whatever that the administration wants to do that's just moving us from the cartel of OPEC to the communist cartel of Beijing. No, 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 no. We are talking about destroying highways because they're racist. There is no way that I could read this that does not sound any more ridiculous than I just said it. I'm not exaggerating. I am not. I'm not being more theatrical with this than I need to be for the sake of entertainment. I'm literally reading you the story. And I. I feel like we're all being recorded for a reality show for aliens. That's what I feel like when I when I get into this stuff. It's we are all if I had to take a guess. As to why this all feels so weird and why this is... It's because it's a a reality show for aliens and they're watching us be stupid. It's exactly what this is. I mean, there is nothing in this. They're going to tear down, legit, literally tear down a highway. (sighs) Wow, but it's it's not at, I don't know, $104.6 million in federal funds to tear down this highway. I am not joking you. It's uh, the $1.5 billion grant program called Infrastructure for Rebuilding America. Um, you're tearing down a highway. Can you, highways are infrastructure, right? They are. Okay. So just roll with me, everybody, here for a second. I just want to figure this out. Let's just all walk through. So tearing down a highway, that's infrastructure. It is the... Interstate 375. Okay. And they said it's going to create a slower speed boulevard that's going to improve safety by removing a steep curve and adding LED lighting. And it's not, and it's going to not uh, have it go through what they say is a black community in Detroit. So you're going to cause traffic problems? I mean... Uh, this is not how in the world is this in any way I don't know guys I we are we're doing a reality show for aliens I don't have anything else to say this is a part of the uh, all vestiges of the new deal and urban planet was continued all the way up into 49 it's it's this is it's just super goofy but we're spending that much money on it 
and we wonder why we have a problem. This is the government spending that we have a problem with. One of my kids came, my youngest son told me that he had a big debate with uh, his teacher in school. He's in high school. Had a big debate with his teacher in high school. And his teacher was suggesting, you know, one of the problems that we have right now with inflation, there's a, a really good way that we can combat this. And the teacher actually told my child, my child who has my DNA sitting in there with my last name and my mouth, told, tells the classroom that includes my child that well, all we got to do is increase taxes and we can remedy inflation. Now, you know how that conversation went, because my youngest son is Alex P. Keaton, if Alex P. Keaton was on steroids. And he is a math dude. He is, I mean, he enjoys calculus. Something wrong with him. I don't know. He's that kid. And he immediately starts in. Immediately starts in. And he's right, because here's the problem. Think about it. Sure. Go ahead, just because this is what Democrats want to do. They keep saying we got to raise taxes so that we can pay for some of these infrastructure programs. What do you think that the whole uh, not really reduce the Inflation Act was? Sure, go ahead and increase taxes. Sure, absolutely, you are correct. That will temporarily cut inflation. But guess what else? People are going to be taxed because the government won't stop spending during a period of collecting record revenue. Right now, we already see record revenue being collected by the government. So clearly, the issue isn't one of taxation. It is one of government spending. But let us go with this theory for one moment, shall we? Sure, you just keep taxing people to pay for increased government spending that the government refuses to stop. And then what happens when, and it's when, not if, we, that, when that temporary fix wears off, what are you going to do then? If you refuse to put cutting government spending on the table, you think that you're going to go back to the well and tax people more in order? No, because you've already taken all their money. You can't tax them anymore. And you're going to start a downward spiral into a depression. I mean, it's a temporary fix that actually makes the problem worse and guarantees that you will see it a second time rather quickly and it'll be worse than the first. Very interesting. But this Pete Buttigieg, it's, it's, this is hurt and rescue. This is absolutely hurt and rescue. And I've talked about this before on the show. I don't want to do a total deep dive into it right now. But I, I do think it's very interesting that you have Pete Buttigieg who's going out with this transportation aspect of this. And yet when you, when you look at what kicked off and what helped to cause all of this, I mean, the people who were in government, decided that this is going to be a great way after the war. This is how they were going to handle everything. And this is how they were going to modernize communities and, and, and connect different areas with industry. And they were the ones who decided to plan all of this. And it's the same people who made these decisions. It's the same ideology coming back around and saying, oh, well, we hurt you and screwed you over the first time. This time we're really going to do it right. I mean, they're tearing down a highway for crying out loud. And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick 5, brought to you by Caltech. So, first up here, I kind of rolled my eyes on this. I don't know how you even study it. I gotta be real. They said that there was a hate, there was a researchers at the Institute of Climate Impact Research found that tweets with derogatory language increased during times of extreme heat or cold. 
And it was published in a thing that no one cares about, the Lancet, because the Lancet is just nothing more. There's toilet paper that's more valuable than the Lancet. And even after the toilet paper is used, Kane, it is found to be still more valuable than the Lancet. Yeah. So I don't care about this study. If I could throw this study in the air and shoot it like uh, skeet, then I would. Yeah, quote that. All right, uh, so this is sad. Veteran suicides are almost 40% higher than the VA is telling us, according to a new report. America's Warrior Partnership and the University of Alabama and Duke University were gathering the death data on veterans across eight states. And after reviewing it, they said that uh, it's actually a little it's higher than what the VA has been reporting from 2014 to 2018 specifically. Yeti coolers are apparently washing up some on Alaska beaches. I don't know why. But uh, apparently they are. They said that all you got to do, they said that they've, 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 I don't even know why. They said that they've been, they had 109 shipping containers that kind of, that went in during the, uh, the Washington, British Columbia border. Debris been floating northward and it's hitting all kinds of beaches, specifically in Alaska beaches. So people are grabbing these cool, brand new Yeti coolers that like sank, I guess, something, hundred, all these, all these uh, containers on a shipping, on a, on a uh, giant, uh, cargo ship interesting we got a lot more on the way stick with us more the dana show back after this i too thought this was a joke i first saw this on twitter it is an ontario high school they're at the center of a controversy because they're having a man teach now listen here this is going to sound nuts but listen no no pun intended listen they're having a male teacher Teach students while wearing, large is not the word for it, while wearing a massive prosthetic bust with nipples in the school. I have no words. It, it is one of the craziest things I think I've ever seen. And you think it's a joke and it's not. That's what's even wilder about this story. You think it's a joke, but it's not. This individual, I'm reading this story. Um, I mean, I, I, I'm trying to describe what it looks like, Kane. Just for the people who are listening coast to coast. So they can have kind of an idea. Because it's so bad, I just... I don't even know. I don't even know how to describe it. It's um, a teacher in a high school, and he wears a massive prosthetic bust, complete with protruding nipples. And the school sent an email to parents saying that they are uh, that the his gender identity is protected. They said we're aware of the discussion on social media uh, regarding this specific teacher. And they say that gender identity and gender expression are protected under the grounds of the Ontario Human Rights Code. He's wearing a wig. And he is. They look I'm guys, please, I'm not trying to be crass. They look like two large pumpkins in his shirt that hang down to his waist. With the stems out. That's exact. I am not exaggerating. I'm not exaggerating. It's okay, Juan, if you want to put it up. Juan's like, oh, do I want to do it? He's like, no, I can't do this. Are we, will we get in trouble? We'll get in trouble, won't we? We will. 
We can't even show you this, but they can put it in a classroom. The individual identifies, he's a man who identifies as a woman. And it's the, the, the man calls himself Kayla Lemieux, a manufacturing technology instructor who began identifying as a woman last year. He used to be known as Stephen Hanna. And he wears the large prosthetic bust like that. It's actually bigger than the student's heads. Not kidding. It hangs all the way down to his waist. He wears that in the classroom. It is ma'am. I have no words for this. It is cosplay. It's cosplay. This guy's cosplaying as a woman. And they can't do anything about it, apparently. And every day, you know, they say that, I mean, I, I just, oh my, some days it hangs lower and some days it doesn't. I don't even know. This is, the, but the guy's name is Stephen Hanna. And you're not supposed to dead name people. So if he wants to be called Kayla Lemieux, I'm not going to call you anything by but your legal name. I, they, they say that they try to create a positive learning environment the, because the parents have been up in arms. If you would have, if you see what this person looks like, you would be shocked that this was happening in a classroom. They say that they're trying to create a positive learning environment. There is literally no positive learning environment in which a grown man shows up in biker shorts with a, sh- a tight shirt wearing a large prosthetic uh, bust with comically protruding nipples. There is no way, nowhere that that looks even... I'm going to put this in your email prep. I want to show you the picture of this so you actually can see it yourself. It is one of the craziest things. And they said that the teenagers there, they just... Well, the parents are all up in arms. How is this not a mental illness? This is more than being... This is more than just being weird. This is being absolutely inappropriate in front of kids. In front of minors. Because they are using the very things that they that men are told not to objectify, not to sexualize, but then those are used as the identifying markers for people who want to for men who want to cosplay as women. You cannot have it both ways. This is objectification of women. It's the the fetishizing of women. It's exactly what it is. It's his life mission to make bad decisions. It's time for Florida Man. So first, and I don't even know you could take that much money from McDonald's, but a McDonald's is how some of the members of my family say it. It's a McDonald's. Florida Man charged with stealing nearly $200,000 from a local Mickey D's. What? How in the world? Escambia County Sheriff's office they begin investigating his name is john john smith i'm sorry excuse me he is 38 years old he stole nearly two hundred thousand dollars from a local mcdonald's investigators say that these thefts occurred between september of 2021 and june of 2022 while he was employed as the store manager they said that he committed the crime because he would change orders and then he would request a change order and he'd put the money in his pocket and not into the safe where it was supposed to go. People still pay with money? Really? I mean, 
He was changing orders in, in amounts of $1,000 or more, and the average change order request is 700 or less usually. So they found all kinds of cash deposits into his checking account, and he brought his new lady friend into the action, and whoo boy, so he was charged with grand theft, $100,000 or more. Like, you didn't think that was going to be caught? So dumb. That is so dumb. Uh, let's see. Oh, oh my gosh. This is horrible. Oh, boy. A Florida man did a procedure. He's a doctor. On the wrong end of someone's colon. No. Uh-huh. No. Uh-huh. Halting the patient's ability to pass gas or waste through his backside. No. That is a Florida Department of Health administrative complaint. The doctor, Scott Zanoni, was licensed in Florida since 2013. And he's on the American Board of Surgery certified. And apparently uh, what ended up happening is that the uh, patient went into the hospital on September 30th of 2020 with a wound near the lower back. It wasn't healing. And they said they did a diverting colostomy procedure and it would divert the waste stream and allow the other wound to heal. And during the procedure, he inadvertently diverted the wrong end of the colon. And oh boy. Yeah. So they had to have a, they had to actually correct the error uh, on October 21st, just, you know, shortly thereafter, a month later. That's, that is one of the worst stories I think I've ever heard. Don't be like that guy. Thanks for tuning in to today's edition of Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. If you haven't already, make sure to hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Alfredo Ortiz of Job Creators Network joins me to explain how Biden policies are devastating small businesses and American families. I'm Sarah Carter. On the latest Sarah Carter Show, Ortiz will also explain the messaging that will lead to big Republican wins this year. I'll also discuss Vice President Harris lying about the border and what the FBI is really doing in its investigation of President Trump. Join me, follow the Sarah Carter Show at Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.